Hey guys, and welcome back to Z Talk. This is one of your hosts, Rish, accompanied by my beautiful co-host, Din. Hi! And we have a special guest for you today. We have Anime Bassoon, who's going to be hanging out with us on the show. Hello, hello. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. So, uh, how about you tell the audience uh, just a little about yourself? Well, as you know, I'm Anime Bassoon. I joined the forums about two years ago, and ever since then I've been having fun, you know, and ever since I met Den Rish from the Keegan Quest the first time, I've just been, I just glomped onto the podcast and like, let me help with this. So Anime Bassoon's going to be hanging out with us and be our guest co-host for the day, so um, hope you enjoy having three of us banter at each other instead of just two. Uh, in this podcast we have a... C- a couple segments. We have our mailbag, of course, uh, the community question, and, of course, Din's baby, the Keaton Quiz. We also have very exciting segments from our usual contributors, Colonel and Random, and we have a voice that uh, we haven't heard in a while, so stick around for that. Anything you want to add before we get going, Anime soon? Not really. Let's get this thing going. Yeah. First up on the podcast, we have Colonel Majora, and he's going to be talking to us about a three-part series he's going to do. You know, I personally will enjoy this the most because I it like when a series kind of comes out from just someone that recurs with sending in their stuff. Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one is about Overworld, so we'll turn it over to Colonel. Hey everybody, Colonel Majora here, yet again, for something new. In my previous segment, I talked about some things from games outside of the Zelda series that I thought could really benefit future Zelda games. But now it's time to look on the other side of the fence. I want to look at some things in Zelda games that we've played and learned to love, and pick and choose some stuff that could be used again in future games. Specifically for overworlds, dungeons and puzzles, and enemies and bosses. I really can't fit in all three into one segment, so I'll do each topic in separate parts. So get ready for Reuse Value, my three-part series. This first part will be about the overworlds, so let's work on it. The first thing that I thought of when I started this topic was the whole dual world mechanic. A world that has an alternate version for you to access... Uh, one that looks very similar, but still greatly contrasts with the normal world. This has obviously been utilized a whole bunch of times before with the Dark World, uh, the different times in Ocarina of Time and Oracle of Ages, uh, Twilight Hyrule, and more recently the Silent Realms and Skyward Sword. I've obviously loved every single one of these, so I think that it could be used even more. Uh, since I love the idea of a, sort of an evil version of the good things in the world, it would call me crazy, but having a Zelda game where you could access the cliched, kind of dark version of the world, of Hi- uh, a world like Hyrule, filled with everyone's evil doppelgangers, seems really cool. There's a lot more that you could do with it. Uh, someone I know once told me that they thought it'd be cool if they had the normal world, the similar world that 
still contrasts with it, and a third similar world that's still different from the first two. It seems like something a bit repetitive, but it sounds interesting. Either way, I think that's something a lot of people like to see returning in the games, even if it does get a bit repetitive now that we've seen it so many times. But the second big thing I've wanted since I've played it was something like Wind Waker's Great Sea. I want one big world with no transitions from area to area. By which I mean, well, I can't be the only one who doesn't want the screen to go black and load every single time Link goes from one part of, like, Hyrule Field to another part. Like in Twilight Princess and the N64 games. I just hope that if they make it so that you don't have those short transitions, that they make a better way to travel in it. I still love the Great Sea, but there are obviously much more popular and better ways to to travel. Either way, Skyward Sword kind of did the whole no transition thing, but the whole world wasn't one big area. It was divided into several parts. Also, I get that the rendering abilities of the consoles could be pushed pretty hard, depending on the land's detail, but with the abilities of the 3DS and the Wii U, it'd be tough, but possible. This point doesn't actually involve what past games have used uh, completely, but bear with me. Uh, I've always really liked how Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, and Majora's Mask's mechanics worked with affecting the environment with songs, but the effect never really made much of a difference. You, I mean, you could shift the time of day, summon rain, change the direction of the wind, you do all this stuff, and, I mean, you'd think it would make a bigger difference with how you interact with the land. I mean, if it starts raining, the ability to walk without, like, slipping should be harder for you and enemies. And the difference of what happens between night and day should probably be more prominent. Uh, these changes to the world that you can control shouldn't, shouldn't be for just puzzles but for adding to your experience in the game's sandbox areas. Uh, one last thing. I feel like Skyward Sword did this pretty well, but still, most Zeldas really need to improve on it. I want an overworld where you use all the inventory items a lot. Too many times have I just said to myself, I wish I could use this item right now, or why can't the game let me use this item for this puzzle or this trick? Some items are only ever used in the dungeons, and that's even worse. Again, Skyward Sword was okay with this, but yeah, you get the point. I just feel like a lot of items could be used in ways you didn't expect to, and ways that are less obvious. I also can't be the only one who thinks that you should be able to use the hook shots and claw shots on stuff that isn't just targets. I mean, I get that the targets are showing you, oh, hey, you have to go here. But I think that they should find a better way of indicating that while still letting you use the claw shots on sides of mountains and stuff. Twilight Princess did it pretty well, where you could shoot vines and go up to little hidden areas. But that's about it. I really feel like they could expand on this, and I think a lot of other people would agree. But that's about it for what's out there in the open. As usual, as usual, I want to hear what you guys think. Leave a comment below the post or on the forum thread. Or send me an email at colonelmajora at gmail.com. All one word. Uh, tell me what game had your favorite overworld and what made it so good. 
I know this segment was quite short compared to what I usually make, uh, but as I've said, this has been just part one, so next time you hear from me, I'll discuss dungeon and puzzle mechanics that should make a comeback. So look forward to part two of Reuse Value, and until then, good day, good night, and good game. Thank you so much for your segment, Colonel. I totally agree about the items. I um, have always thought that I should be able to claw shot and hook shot trees and other things that are made of wood. That'd be nice and all, but, you know, you gotta kind of think, if, does that make a game a bit too open of a world then? If Just think of how much you gotta do then. Just make the game big enough, but sales, whatever. <laughs> no, that's true. That's a valid point. Um... You know what, I, I'm kind of stuck in the middle on this one, because I do agree that it should be more open with the items. You can use them anywhere, really. But at the same time, I do know what uh, Anime Bassoon is saying about having it as too open. So it'll be interesting to see what Nintendo does with that. So, you know what, let's move on to our next segment, and we'll hear from Colonel next time. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Mailbag. Uh, we have four voice questions today, and we are going to get right to them. Three of them are from an old friend, Heroes Shade 10. So let's hear the first one. Hey Dim Rish, this is Heroes Shade 10, and my question is for Rish. Well, I have a question and a statement for Rish. Rish, don't forget Ten's birthday. I know it's a bit early, but still, don't forget. Anyways, my question is, um, how do you feel about the new Link to the Past 2 game? Um, thanks, and I'll catch you later. Okay, hold on one second. Okay, now that I'm covering Din's ears... Hey! Um, hey! Just a second. Don't worry, I haven't forgotten about it. It's not until November, so I should be okay for a while. Anyways, uh... About that, uh, how do I feel about it? I think it's a really cool idea. I'm interested to see what they've done with it, if they've done anything different. Um, we'll see. I will probably get it, though, because I really like that kind of graphic style that they did with it originally. So I'm really interested. Hey, Dimmers, This is um, Hiroshiten once again, and my question is for both of you guys. Um, are you guys going to get Oracle of Ages and Seasons for the 3DS on May 30th? I know I am, so I can answer questions on the Keaton quiz. <laughs> um, thanks, and I'll catch you later. Yes. On May 30th? Yeah, probably. Was that the date? I missed, I didn't know yeah, that. that. that that's what he said. No, I'm, I meant from the E3, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I... I'll admit, I've been bad. I haven't been able to follow the I E3 know. news as much. Uh, but we're kind of collectors, so... Yes. More than likely, yes. Hey, Dinners. This is Ten, And I'm eating a Link ice cream. <laughs> um... Anyways, um... My question is for both of you guys. Um, what do you expect the Wind Waker HD controls to be like? 
do you expect it to be like on the gamepad there's you know the items and then the map or do you expect like the gamepad just to kind of mirror the TV and kind of be a little bit like the traditional one where you click pause to check the menu um, thanks guys and I'm gonna finish eating my ice cream so Din would like to request that nobody eats on the podcast because you gotta think about the fact that you're doing that in somebody's ear no you're doing that in thousands of people's ears but to answer your question of what you were asking, I would assume it would very well be like what you originally said. Your item menu will be on the bottom screen and you'll be playing on the top one. I think it's just going to be a bigger DS. That's. <laughs> I've kind of said that from the beginning of the announcement of the Wii U. Yeah. So. Um, I'm probably going to have to agree with Din on that one. Alright, and... For our last voice question, we have someone I haven't heard from before named Nessie. We've met her friend, Vivereth. Oh, that's okay. All right, let's hear from Nessie then. Hey, Din. Hey, Rish. This is Nessie. I have a theory for you. Do you think that it is at all possible that Groose was meant to kind of be like the precursor to Ganondorf? Yeah, sounds weird, I know. Let me explain. So, the whole point of Skyward Sword was to introduce Demise's curse. That he, Link, and Zelda would be forever reincarnated and at odds with each other. So, maybe to kind of twist the knife, Demise made it so that it was actually Link and Zelda's friend Groose, who was reborn as the incarnation of his hatred, namely Ganondorf. Uh, Demise did know Groose was there, you know, he saw him. And it kind of makes sense in a weird sort of way if you look past Groose's goofball personality. He does have the signature red hair and gold eyes of the Gerudo, who are at that point absent from the Zelda timeline. He's also got an antagonistic streak towards Link and some kind of an obsession with Zelda, so uh, what do you guys think of all this? The truth is, Rish and I both, when we listened to this question for the first time, looked at each other at the beginning and went, Um, what? Like, what are and you talking about? And we thought you were totally out to lunch, and then we listened to your explanation, and then we were both kind of like, oh my god, that kind of makes sense. You know what? Honestly, it makes so much sense to me that I would not be surprised if that's legit. I think that theorists, <laughs> namely Axel the Beast and Locke, would tear this apart limb from limb, but... Since we're not theorists... I would be inclined to agree with you... I think it's a cool theory. some weird level. Um, do I think it's legit and, like, fact? No. But is it fun and super coincidental? Yes. So, yeah. Anyways, okay. We're gonna jump to some text questions. Uh, this one is from Final Form. Uh, and they have three questions. Din and Rish, how long have you guys been together, and how did you meet? We've done this so many times. Anyways, we're up to what three and a half three years and now. A, yeah, Almost we met four, in university. And yeah, and yeah. Uh, what are your favorite Zelda songs, whether from uh, OSTs or fan-made versions? Uh, theirs is the Indiegogos by the Big Band of Rogues. Uh, I've never heard of that one. I'm not much into fan music, to be honest. Um, my favorite Zelda song changes on a daily basis. I can't choose a specific one. 
I'll be honest, I like a lot of them, and a couple of them I really don't like. It'd so. be something from Skyward Sword recently. Alright, and the last question is, if you were a Zelda boss or sub-boss, what would you like to be? Whether it's an actual boss from the game, or something you would like to be that you've made up. No, I'm something fiery. Surprise, surprise. Probably Volvagia, or Fyrus, or Twinrova. Or something. Yeah. What about um, you? Bongo Bongo? J- just because I'm awesome <laughs> like Bongo Bongo. Yeah, Bongo Bongo would be pretty cool. I can read your mind. Uh, even Ganondorf would be cool. Alright, so uh, let's move on to Phosphorus. And Phosphorus asks, Din and Rish, why is Din, Din Akira? That's, how do I answer that? That's my name. Um. Why are you who you are? Go. Because that's who... No, I am the goddess. I didn't create myself. Um, I was gonna say that's who the goddess has meant me to be. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> um... I don't... Come on, Din. Give me something. Because I'm the goddess of power. She Duh. is what she is. There we go. Alright. Uh, this question is from Rambler77. And they ask... Hello, Din and Rish. I was wondering if you name if you named Link Thief, so you typed in the name Thief when you made your name, in Link's Awakening, will the shop workers still kill you when you go into a shop, even if you don't steal anything from him? Um, you know what? I don't think they would have programmed something like that I in. doubt it. But I'm probably going to try it. That might be one of those things where it's just for fun, like what I did with naming my file... In Ocarina of Time, Zelda, just to make fun of the princess. Oh, that name's really familiar. Yeah. Herp to derp. Uh, anyways, we got time for one more. So, this one is from Orcarina of Wind 12. And they ask, what types of dungeons would you like to see in future Zelda titles? Um, dungeons that I really, really enjoyed were ones that were really challenging. Um... Like um, Stone Tower Temple in Majora's Mask, where you actually re-entered the temple upside down and you had to renegotiate your whole world. Um, you know, um, I don't. That was off the top of my head, Rish. <laughs> um, Excuse me. Or even stuff like the Sand Ship, where you know the time shift stones. You're still in the same place, but things change within that dungeon. So it's um, not consistent all the okay. time. Uh, I really liked the idea that they brought in in the Goron Mines with uh, the magnets. Mm, yeah. The magnetic stone that you could walk on. Because then it, once again, changes perspective. I thought that was really cool. Um, despite my hatred of it, I really did like the water temple in Orcarina of Time. I hate I the temple, I don't understand. but I thought it was well used. It's it was so... a well used mechanic. I don't think it's that hard. I still don't like it. It's because you got it memorized. Okay, well that's all that we have time for for this month's mailbag. Um, be sure to send in your voice questions to the email dinandrish at gmail.com Remember guys, please try to keep them a little bit short so that we can get more in one mailbag. And if you want to send us a text question, you can also send it to that same email. All right, let's move on. Next 
Next up, we have Random Person with his second part to his Quick Carpenters series. Uh, I remember when this first came around, when I was talking to him about it, when it was my idea was to do it, and then I passed it along to him. But now I'm back with the group, so I'm going to quite enjoy doing things with this again. All right, let's send it over to that random guy, Random Person. Sup, peeps? Random Person here. The following is a fan-based parody radio show thingy. The Legend of Zelda, Zelda 2, A Link to the Past, Link's Awakening, Ocarina of Time, Majora, oh my goodness. All the Zeldas are pretty much owned by Nintendo, um, Shigeru Miyamoto, I think, um, and other people who aren't me. Please buy their junk so that I don't get sued. So why not just bullying everyone until we all agree? treasure of the Kokiri. Press Z to look around corners. What's that supposed to I have no idea, but there are signs like that everywhere here in the forest. Sometimes people even speak like that. But it was too late. Navi turned away as the boulder went to crush her new partner. Oh, 
You already said that. And why you always say follow me and then find my hat? You just... Ah, never mind. Maybe the store will have a shield. Navi, I'm going to kill you. Hey everybody, Link here. If you'd like to be a part of Ocarina of Time or Bridge, send your auditions to random person at randomperson2119 at yahoo.com. We've already got voices for all the characters you've heard, and Ganondorf's already been taken. But anyone else is up for grabs, so be sure to send in your voice of how you think the character should sound. Of course, random person could just crush your dreams! Remember, just because you send in the voice doesn't mean you'll be chosen. And if you are chosen, that doesn't mean your voice won't be edited. Random person is evil like that! Shut up, Bobby. And if you were part of the original Quick Carpenters, you're welcome to return and reclaim your spot. Yet another good edition of Quick Carpenters. Yeah, that is. It, it will always be good. Random just is really good with all the writing of those things. And all the randomness. <laughs> He's kind of that randomly, randomly. I didn't wasn't going anywhere with that. Wow, pun. randomly, randomly. That pun did not come out great. <laughs> so we'll just move on to our next segment. <laughs> Question of the month. I've been wandering around Termina a little bit and I thought I'd go check out the milk bar. And uh, lo and behold, what do you know? There's a group of you drinking in the milk bar. <laughs> uh, hello to Anomaly, Colonel, Athenian, and Dark Lord Theo. Somebody get me more paint out. So, Hi, this milk is really good. Do you want to join us? I'd love to join you, actually. We all got unlimited magic because we're all going to die in three days. <laughs> Why we drink? Okay, well, since uh, you're all a little loose-lipped right now anyway, um, uh, I'd like to ask you a community uh, question of the month. And this is in regards to some E3 news. What is your first impression of the new Zelda game, A Link Between Worlds? Well, my impression is that it seems to be a modern take on A Link to the Past, or it seems to be very similar to that. The sequel. It, it, I've, I've, I read somewhere that that it's not directly, like, it's not the same Link and Zelda and everyone else, but it is in the exact same world. And as we've seen from the videos and screenshots, um, it's a little worrying how similar it is to A Link to the Past. Um, I do hope there's some changes. I'm just looking forward to turning into a painting. Looks fun. That's, that's true. I'm, I'm excited for the whole new Zelda. I mean, I've been kind of lax on playing the new games. I haven't done Skyward Sword or anything. But it looks really interesting. Well, the, when, when they announced it, 
they they had basically I think they were going on the 3ds to to please fans more than usual because like there was the three rumors of like Majora's Mask 3D, A Link to the Past sequel, and A Link to the Past remake, and there was like some big poll. I think IGN did it, um, and that that was like what people would want most, and the one thing they wanted least was the sequel to A Link to the Past. Um, but I, I, I'm I personally I'm glad with um, that they picked this over the other two because remakes you can only do so much with them and people will get tired of them. But Majora's Mask. No. I am going to say with a new game. It was a good game, but let's get something new. I think it's ironic that you guys are talking about wanting the Majora's Mask remake while you're sitting in the milk bar. <laughs> then we'll have another <laughs> chance to drink. Well, look, around, look around, people. Look at our glasses of milk, how polygon-like they are. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Listen, I'm a fan of round glasses myself. I like really octagonal glasses. Yeah, I mean, I would have been happy with anything they can't with, honestly, because, I mean, I'd be interested in a remake, but I'm interested in a new game. I mean, there's lots of... I guess I just see it as the advantage to anything, really. I mean, as long as it's a Zelda game, I'm just kind of happy that it's there. Well, like, the, the brand new stuff, they, they would usually, like, things that are completely new, not, like, graphically or story-based on or anything like that. Stuff that's not related to any other game they seem to save for the home console and we haven't heard anything about Zelda Wii U so. yeah I kind of wish that they would make a game that was based around the 3DS so that took full advantage of the 3DS hardware and was very, like revolutionary I guess yeah they, they 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 would I would hope that at some point they they use like 3DS and Wii U together and like oh that would be neat yeah like I don't like Tinker to Tingle Tuner style. Uh, tingle. Hey, don't knock Tingle. <laughs> don't, rip him. don't rip him. He's off. Hey, if they, we we could see Tingle in HD if they if they make it like they did with Wind. That actually might be pretty cool. I mean, yeah, Tingle in HD. Who would have expected that? <laughs> actually, I don't think they're doing that though. They they straight up said that they weren't gonna do um, the 3DS connection with that. And they're doing, like, a single bottle thing now. I don't know. I don't remember what it's for. Well, bottles are always good. All right. Well, that's kind of all the time I have for uh, drinking with you guys. <laughs> but I... Uh, There's always time for drinking. <laughs> Especially when the moon is falling. But um, I appreciate the conversation. We got a little off topic there. But, hey, whatever. That's what happens. So, um... Thanks so much, and perhaps we'll see you again next month. Bye. <laughs> All right. See ya. Bye. So next up, we have Myris with a segment for the podcast today. He's going to be talking to us about the races throughout the Zelda series and how they evolve. Um, I think this is going to be pretty interesting because it's always interesting to see how the races change throughout from the beginning to Skyward Sword or in reverse order. You know, somebody wrote an article about this recently. Hmm, who is that? Take it away, Myris. 
Hello and welcome to my segment on the Zelda Dutchie podcast. I'm Myris, and I'm going to be talking about how different races in the Zelda universe evolve and turn into separate races that you might not have known about. Um, so first I'm going to talk about a lot of the races in Skyward Sword. Starting with the uh, Kikui, hope I'm pronouncing that right, um, which are the sort of um, passive camo creatures that you meet in the Faron province in Skyward Sword. So the creatures, they basically uh, camouflage themselves from predators like the Moblins. Well, not necessarily predators, just things that would um, do harm to them. And they prefer to hide. They do not fight at all. Now, um, you can kind of see partially this trait in the Deku, which the Deku do fight, but they're um they prefer to ambush and stay camouflaged. So it's most likely that the Kikui evolved into a form of the Deku, or the Deku is a descendant of the Kikui. Another race that uh, evolves in technology more than it evolves just straight out like the Kikui in the Deku um, is the Lazarfos. Now, the Lazarfos in Skyward Sword, they have this uh, wooden gauntlet type thing. I'm not sure if it's wood or some kind of clay or something, but uh, they just basically hit you with it unless they're breathing fire, but they got a club on their tail and that's pretty much it. So they're, because like other races are using swords and such, like the Skyloft, and then you got the Lideru province that has like full-on electronic mines and such, and robots, basically, they are very behind. But they do catch up. Basically, in Ocarina of Time, they uh, get an upgrade, so they go from using these wooden gauntlets into using machetes and having a little bit of armor. Um, from there, they uh, go into Twilight Princess and they have full suits of armor. They have axes on their tails. They have, um, they actually do evolve a little. You see some um, flying Lazarfos, uh, or at least what resembles a Lazarfos. I would expect that it's actually some kind of relative of the Lazarfos. And, you know, but that's flying, it's using a sword and shield, it's got armor. So, yes, they do evolve in um, both ways, which is why they're another good example for this segment. Another example of a race in Zelda that evolved is in Wind Waker. The Zora evolved into the Ruto. Um, now, this confused me as a kid because I was wondering... Where's the Zora? There's a ton of water. It should be paradise. They should be flopping around everywhere. I actually thought that a lot of the game was going to be based around the Zora. However, not the case. Now, the reason why the Zora evolved, most likely, is because it's a bigger ocean. They're no longer the biggest fish. They have a lot of predators. You got sharks, those giant squids. You got fishermen, which is going to be most of the food when you think about it. So, they didn't want to compete. So, they evolved into the Ruto. And how you could actually tell this for sure is if you look closely at Melody, the Rudo girl's scarf, you'll see the emblem of the Zora. If that doesn't give it away, she'll have a flashback about halfway through the game with one of her descendants. That descendant is um, Azora. So 
obviously they must have evolved or stemmed off of something like that, which actually brings me to my next point, the Korkiri from Ocarina of Time. The uh, Korkiri children was in the Lost Woods, so when the Great Flood came, they must have taken the uh, Deku sapling uh, for the next Great Deku Tree, they must have moved it to the Forest Haven. That's probably why it's called the Forest Haven. When you think about it, it probably saved the forest, much literally. But, um, he's, when you get there, you don't find Korkiri children at all, you find Deku. So, my guess is, is that the Deku children came from the Korkiri children. Now, as weird as that sounds, just humans turning, well, not exactly humans, but pretty much humans turning into trees. It's actually true, because when you look at the uh, evidence, he mentions that the Forest Children turned into Deku, and if you play further into the game, Makar has a flashback of an ancestor, much like Melody. Now, his is of a Korkiri kid. So, you can figure that they evolved from the Korkiri. Well, that's pretty much it for me. Um, my question to you, Dan and Rish, is which is your favorite race out of all the Zelda games? This is Myris, signing out. Thank you very much, Myris, for your segment. Everybody has different ideas about how the races evolve, and it's kind of fun to talk about. And with Hyrule Historia, you know, sometimes we have really concrete facts, so it helps. Um, as per your question, what's our favorite race... I know what Din's is. Big Gerudo. Surprise, surprise. Um, for mine, you know what? I, n I haven't given it that much thought. I don't have a favorite. The Shikia. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anime Bassoon, how about you? Um, I would have to say the Zora. I kind of like water-based creatures, though I hate swimming myself, which is kind of strange. <laughs> but... Alright, well, thank you very much, Myris, for your segment, and we'll move on. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Keaton Quiz. This is Zetox Game Show, where two contestants are asked ten questions from three different categories. The Legend of Zelda, where they must show their knowledge of the games in the series. Z-Tunes, where they must name the title of a song and what game the song is from. And Zelda Dungeon, where they show their knowledge of our website. Legend of Zelda and Zelda Dungeon questions are worth one point each. Z-Tunes questions are worth two points, one for the correct title and one for the correct game. Contestants have 10 seconds to buzz in, and 10 seconds after buzzing to answer a question correctly. If a contestant buzzes before the question has been read in its entirety, the remainder of the question will not be read. If a contestant buzzes in and hesitates for more than the 10 seconds, or gives a wrong answer, his or her opponent may steal a chance at the question. At this time, the question may be reread. All questions and answers are created from Zelda Dungeon's web pages. The winner of the game becomes a champion and moves on to the next round to challenge a new opponent. After winning five rounds, the champion will face off with our very own Axel the Beast. If Axel wins, the champion is eliminated, and the next two contestants will begin a new round of quizzes. However, if the champion is victorious, they will continue their reign. 
Anyone can be a contestant on the Keaton Quiz by signing up on the forums, but all applicants should note that cheating of any kind is grounds for disqualification. Good luck to all of our contestants. Alright, this time uh, we have our challenger, and it's Harp of Ages. Hello, Harp. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Good, and can we hear your buzz-in sound, please? Good solid clap. Clapping. Always works. Yep. Um, and, of course, our returning champion, we have Crazy for Crash. Hello. Our brand new champion. Good day, mate. <laughs> he's an Aussie, if you didn't catch he's, that from last time. He's an Aussie. <laughs> hey, can we get your buzzing sound, please? Yep. Yeah! Love it. It's quick, man. It beat Tattle out. That was crazy. Okay. Good luck. Good luck, you too. Awesome. Okay. Um, if you're both ready, we'll start the questions. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Question number one. Category, The Legend of Zelda. Which game's graphics turned Link's hair an unnatural shade of pink? Yeah! Crazy. Nope. Harp of Ages. To... Sorry, I'm sorry. It was Harp of Ages. Okay, um, I'll link to the pad. That's good for a point. Uh-huh. I have to, like, sit with my ear beside the speaker to hear. Sometimes it's so hard. Okay. Question number two. Category, Z-Tunes. Name the title of this song. Yeah! Crazy. Is it the fortune teller in Phantom Hourglass? We'll take that. We'll take that. Uh, her... it's, in, it's in Spirit Tracks too, isn't it? Um, Didn't you say it? He did say Phantom Okay, I was like, it's you okay. just said it right. Um, <laughs> yes. It's in both. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. And the fortune teller's name is Astra, at least in Phantom Hourglass. Okay, so that's good for two points. So it's 2-1. Alright. Question number three. Category, Zelda Dungeon. Who is the shop's manager on the forums? Yeah! Crazy. Is it K for King? It sure is! Oh my god, I'm falling behind. <laughs> that guy is awesome. That guy He has is... the same initials as me. <laughs> he does! That's funny! Uh, people sometimes call me K4K2 because I'm the second one. This K4K2. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Question number four. Category, The Legend of Zelda. In Skyward Sword, what two bosses did we see Girahim bring to life with his magic? Yeah! Crazy. Um, Skaldra from the Earth Temple and Coloctus from the Ancient Sister. That's correct. For four. Well, one point. You're up to four. You can get four points for that. Oh, <laughs> I, should, I, should, I should clarify it's okay. that. It's okay. Okay. You could have given the four points anyway. No, sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, question number five. Category, The Legend of Zelda. What two purposes does the Deku Leaf serve in the Wind Waker? Yeah! Harp. Definitely harp. Um, you can float 
across the like big gap, and you can you can blow enemies away with it. We'll take that. Harp's coming back. Currently, the score is for Crazy for Crash Four. Harp of Ages 2, so you're still in it. You can make it. Okay. Question number six. Category, The Legend of Zelda. In Twilight Princess, which shopkeeper in Castletown changes his name to and from what? Ooh. Hard question? Or do we lose them? I, I don't It's a hard question. Okay. We're almost out of time. Almost out of time. Someone, anyone, take yeah! Crazy? I'm going to take this opportunity to be funny and say, <laughs> change his name from Chuck to Bruce. <laughs> Harp, wah, would you, wah. Harp, would you like an opportunity to steal? I have no clue. Okay. The correct answer... Is Malver changes it to Chudley. I knew Chudley, but I didn't know his first name. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, no worries. So, no point for that one. Quest well, Rish gets the point. Rish gets the point. Okay. <laughs> Question number seven. Category Z Tunes. Name the title of this song. Question number nine. 
category, The Legend of Zelda. In Link's Awakening, what is the name of the guy from Mave Village who says he would get lost and later you find him lost and famished? Crazy. Um, uh, is that the...
on the uh, Crazy Four Crash action, go to the community section of the forum and you can sign up there. That's all we have time for. This was Din. And this was Resh. And this was Anime Bassoon. And this was Z-Talk, the Zelda Dungeon podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. If you're both ready, I'll start the questions. Mm-hmm. Are you ready, JJ? Did we lose Did him? Did we lose him again? Uh, okay. Okay, yeah. oh. you're here? Yeah. Okay, don't worry, we'll edit stuff. Alright, are you ready to go? Are you ready, JJ? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Just hope that didn't, just hope that didn't happen again. Okay. I'll watch it. This, I'll watch it now. I'll log out of League of Legends. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> that will definitely help. League of Legends eats bandwidth like I eat cake. <laughs> okay. Delicious, delicious cake. Question number seven. Category, The Legend of Zelda. Warp points to the Dark World are placed throughout Hyrule in the Adventure of Link. Tattle. There's no Dark World in Adventure of Link. Is there? Is there? There's no Dark World. I'm saying zero. Trick question. What? There yeah. can't you be made Dark that... World. I did not make you that one. You made that one. question. I did not make that <laughs> one. Uh-oh. Oh. Trick question. <laughs> I win. Hang on. <laughs> da, 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 Hang on, da, da, we have a website da, 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 da. for no, this. Because that's not. No, because it's. Ooh, can you play the Jeopardy theme on the ukulele? <laughs> <laughs> My hands are all sweaty. No, but hang on. spend the time looking it up, so we'll pick a different question. <laughs> I'll get... Did Colonel make that question? I think he did. <laughs> you you give him trouble for that. I will give him trouble for that. Anyways, new hey, number seven. This'll be which one of them can uh, buzz in faster. Okay, ready? <laughs> okay. Question number... Let me do it! What's up with you tonight? Okay. Question number eight. Question number seven. Category Z Tunes. Name the title of this song. the call. Sweet.